Blog Talk Radio. Hello listeners, welcome to another internet broadcast of The Unexplained World with your host, Edward Chanahan, a paranormal spiritual observer, psychic reader, and channeler. Annette, a high priestess and psychic reader. Mercedes, an accomplished paranormal investigator, spiritual feeler, and solitary practitioner. The Unexplained World is a location where the line between the natural and supernatural may become nothing more than fuzzy, so enjoy. Hello, Annette. Hello, listeners. This is Ed Shanahan. Welcome to the August 10th broadcast of The Unexplained World. Annette, hello. Are you there? I'm here. How are you tonight, Ed? I'm doing fine. I jumped a little ahead of myself. <laughs> it's been one of those days. Uh, I, I was happy to hear that everybody was included in the intro. Mercedes, are you there? Yes, I am. Hello, everybody. Hi, Anna. Hi. I told you I would try to correct that. Uh, <laughs> it sounds real nice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Sounds much yeah. better. Okay. All right. Now I'm on the good side of everybody tonight. Uh, I, before we get started, I'd like to give a shout-out to Stephanie. I spent the day over at the Busy Women's Expo in Bloomingdale, Illinois. A nice group of people, a nice crowd, and I'd like to thank Stephanie for that, so inviting me out there. And we'll be in the future, we'll be announcing other shows of theirs that I'll be involved with or some of our readers so, uh, ladies, how has your weekend been? Good. 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 Okay, we have our guests, I believe, online because I'm getting the, the nothing but ones up there for uh, on the air calling number. And Allie, are you there? I sure am. Okay, yes. I did. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Hi, honey. Oh, how are you tonight? Doing great. I did. I did find out why the number ones are coming up straight across the line, and uh, they say they claim, anyways, that it's probably to do if you don't have caller ID on your phone. So that's why it would come up. Now, if you don't have, if you do have caller ID, then who knows? Okay, I'm just going with. Uh, I do have caller ID. Okay, so it's uh, it's on your end then, probably. Um, <laughs> I'm in Ohio. What can I say? Strange things happen. <laughs> Quit jamming us like that. <laughs> Allie Thies is the author of Gypsy Magic. You have, what, uh, three books, don't you, Allie? Four. Four. Okay. Four. You want to give their names right now, the names um, of the books. Sure. There's Gypsy Magic for the Lover Soul, Gypsy Magic for the Prosperity Soul, Gypsy Magic for the Family Soul, and last but certainly not least, Gypsy Magic for the Dreamer Soul. Okay, neat. Uh, why don't you give your website where they can find those pages right now while we're, you know, on the subject? Sure. You can go to either um, gypsygirlpress.net or gypsyadvice.com. Okay, super, super. Do you have your ice with you tonight, or uh, are you picking up on that? You know, this time not. This, mm. time, I, this time my hands aren't burning up. Mm-mm. Hmm. 
But I do have okay. a nice cold drink just in case. <laughs> um, pop or other? <laughs> you don't have to answer that, Allie. <laughs> I, I plead the fifth or whatever it's called. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I had my share of wine last night, which made for a rough start this morning. Um, why we got Allie here, it was about a month ago already, Allie, you were on last time. That's amazing. And Yeah, how time flew. And um, you had a little advice for the ladies. We're not going to repeat what the advice was. Let's just find <laughs> out if they, if they uh, follow through. Um, Mercedes. Pick yeah. on you. You're the you're the uh, you're the newbie. So okay. <laughs> did you, <laughs> did you um, follow actually, through with the with the advice? Yes, yes, I did. I actually actually I didn't buy them. I borrowed them. I I was told to get books, and um, I actually borrowed them. So. Ouch! I I see. You're, you're more gutsy than I am. I mean, I would probably go out and buy them. <laughs> He's over at the library. <laughs> no, actually, they were from a friend. I bought them from a friend. Very don't need a big question mark up there, at least as far as I'm concerned, but that's me. Um, Annette. I dug to the bottom of the drawer. I followed her advice. <laughs> okay. I even I went to, to a, I even went to a toy party on Thursday. Oh, so I yeah, I think I'm all in alignment. <laughs> oh jeez. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I'm not even gonna go there. Uh, oh, why not? You already what? did, Ed. You already did. <laughs> See, we Actually, Allie, yeah. he, he just likes to talk about this stuff over and over because he did ask updates on this two weeks ago also when you weren't with us. So <laughs> He just wants us to, hear, to keep hearing us say it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, well, see, Allie, two weeks ago, the, the story has actually become better than two weeks ago. Uh, yeah. Two weeks ago, we had the yay and uh, eh, <laughs> no. Now we got two yays. So um <laughs> No, it should be more like Yay <laughs> You're the one it with the be, items, right, not Allie? me. <laughs> yeah. You're the one with the items, oh. not me. Well, uh, Allie, what do you think? Are our our colors better this time? Much better. Oh good. Yeah, okay. Much better. Good. Well see, Mercy we're doing something right. <laughs> oh, good. It's about time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm lost for words. Um, uh, yeah, for the first time. It's <laughs> the first, isn't it? Uh, okay. All right. Listeners, if you would like to see what the both the two ladies look like, just go to the Unemployed World <laughs> and, <laughs> and and click on the radio section in videos, and you'll see uh, recent pictures of uh, both Annette and Mercedes. Okay, ladies. Um, Annette and Mercedes, why don't I leave you guys kind of uh, – this kind of ladies' chat tonight. Uh, for the call-in number, it's for listeners. It's 646-915-9653. Feel free to call in. Annette, you want to get this going? Absolutely. You know, Allie, last time when we left off, um, I know we were saying, oh, you got to come back right away. We've got some new questions. So steering clear of the yes. sensuality stuff, just for a minute, sure. you had touched on the fact that um, – Spirit guy, you did a lot of um, work with your spirit guides and archangels, which is especially interesting to me. And 
I guess I just want to get a little dialogue going about the archangels to get us rolling. About how how they show up, or all of the above. Yeah, I have questions here, like you know, how can someone learn to speak with them? Is there certain rituals that you perform to get their attention? Can you give the the listeners an idea of? what working with archangels means. Because I know a lot of times I was born and raised Catholic, mm-hmm. and you think of arch- yeah, you think of archangels as oh, holier-than-thou <laughs> type creatures that you can't really touch, and you hope that your guardian angel, who's probably some sub-angel, is going to be there for you when you have a car crash. I mean, that's the kind of way they kind of explain it to you in just a kind of a half-you-know-what way. Yeah. Um, so I guess I would just, because you work with them, I would love to hear your interpretation, how they work with you, how they communicate, how someone else could bring them into their rituals and their work. Well, I, I do things very simplistic. <laughs> I'm not a very complicated person because I get confused very easily. <laughs> so okay, good. Well, that's great. I, I try to keep things very simple. And um, through working with the archangels, I have found they are as easy to approach as guardian angels. Um, okay. Granted, they are, I guess, up a notch or two, so to speak, and they are the divine's right-hand man or woman, depending on which angel we're talking about. Uh, in order for me to speak to, to them, I just find myself a quiet spot, and I call what, whichever archangel I want to talk to by name. Usually it's Archangel Michael. I like him and call them in, and I, I ask them, you know, different one, one how do I want to say it, not one-word questions, but easy questions that, that won't take a long explanation. So he could, he could either answer the question in two or three words or maybe a sentence, but, okay. but nothing too over the top because after a while it's hard to remember everything that they say if they, if they keep going on and if you haven't been doing this for a while. Uh, Guardian angels are, I'm sorry, archangels are fantastic for protection and for healing and for love. So especially when I fly, as we're texting down the runway, I, I always ask. And I just, it's like a blanket archangel asking. Um, I, I ask the archangels to come and surround the plane and, you know, please guide it. Keep everyone here safe. Nice journey. And then I always say thank you. And I can, I can feel it. My energy shifts, and I feel very warm, like a big blanket, nice big fuzzy blanket has just gone around me. And that's how I always know that one of the archangels are around me. It's like they wrap around and give me the warm fuzzies. I don't know how else to put it than that. Wrapping in feathery wings or something, perhaps, yeah. eh? <laughs> yeah, something, something like that. Something like that. It's just, it's just a very warm, comforting feeling. And you you just your energy just knows that they're there, or, or sit, like like sitting down in Grandma's kitchen and, and getting a, a batch of her homemade cookies. You know, it's just it's something very comforting. Beautiful about it. But, now I know in some of my work, um, I find that particular occasions are kind of responsible for different duties. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that true? You think? Yeah, I think so too. Like, Michael probably is like a justice bringer or someone who can provide protection, especially in a crisis. Um, I've always felt that it was Raphael who was the healer. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Um, can you can you give us some, 
who is the archangel to talk to in times of certain needs? Can you give us a little quick rundown for listeners who might be interested in contacting angels? And, oh, um, I really want the, you know, to be better psychically aware. So should I? is it Gabriel to talk to or is it Uriel? Can you give us an idea there of different... Well, I'm going to apologize ahead of time to you guys and the archangels because I mess their names up constantly. <laughs> most, most of them I cannot It's all pronounce. about the meaning, right? <laughs> I can't pronounce them. After I butcher it, I always say sorry. Um, Ariel is great for um, when you want help with magic, um, anything that has to do with the environment and, and manifestation. She's great okay. with manifestation. Um, you know, healing, as you said, is, is Raphael. Uh, fantastic. Um, you know, when Raphael comes in, it's like a big, how do I want to say, a big white pink light. That's what I see. White pink, you said? White, yeah, pinkish white, white pink. Okay. It, all, it all depends um, just because of all the healing the healing that comes in. And Hanel, Hanel, am I saying that correctly? Please, I hope I'm right. Um, Archangel Hanel is great also for healing. And it's great for moon energy and for the psychic awareness especially a clairvoyance, that angel is, is actually fantastic for. Um, let's see who else off the top of my head. Jeremiel? Oh, that's wrong. I think it's Jer- uh, how do I spell it? J-E-R-E-M-I-E-L. Jeremiel? Okay. okay. Um, this, an- this archangel is fantastic um, for seeing the future. Helps helps you to see, I guess, um, prophecy with those type of visions. Um, great helping out with clairvoyance and psychic dreams, especially trying to figure out what your dreams are about. I know a lot of people have a hard time with that, but but thankfully, <laughs> thankfully that angel can help out. Um, let's see. If you are looking for somebody to help you be creative, mm-hmm. if you're trying to do some some sort of type of art or um, I don't know, doing some sort of interior, exterior decorating. Uh, oh, I'm going to mess it up again. Jophiel, J-O-P-H-I-E-L. How would you say her name? Jophiel, anybody? That sounds right. That sounds right? Anything um, A-E-L at the end I think is fine. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> But those are the ones I can remember off the top of my head. Those are the ones that okay. that I talk to the most. Of course, with Michael and the in the protection and courage and energy, and he's great for you know protection. He's great for space clearing too, in case you know your home or your office has a little bit of negative residue. This might be great for your ghost hunts. You know, your when you go into the haunted places, um, he's great for going in and helping to clear the space. Good to know. So if you're going in and an unwanted spirit doesn't want to leave, it might be nice to call him in for some extra help. Yeah, he's the archangel with the sword. So he you know sure you can always count on a guy with a big sword. <laughs> <laughs> At least I feel I can count on a guy with a sword. <laughs> yes, me too. <laughs> and I, I, I like Michael. Michael's probably the one I call on the, the absolute most. I just I feel very comfortable around him. I think the whole world does. <laughs> I think I find people that I talk to about angels are always say Michael first. Always, yeah. Yeah. Now, would you say, Allie, that your experience with angels fits religious description as we probably were taught 
the dogma of the Catholic Church, or or do you think that they're better than that? Or can you give us an idea of how it might fit? Because I know well, our listeners probably have a certain thing in their head of what they were taught. Well, the way I was taught is is you know if, when a relative dies or somebody close to you, they die and they become an angel. And eventually, if they work hard enough, they can become an archangel. That's that's the way I was taught, and and the fact that archangels are um, you know, holier than thou, and right. and you can't touch them. <laughs> Basically, you need to talk to some, somebody has to talk to them to talk to you, just like talking to God. You can't talk to God directly either. That was the way I was taught. Um, okay. Archangels. It's it's like sitting down and talking to an old friend. That's that's the way my experience with archangels have been. They're not as out of touch as people think they are. That's wonderful news. Good. So, how about um, physical features and so forth? Are you able to ever see them, or is it just more of a feeling of them? It, it all depends. Okay. It, it all depends. Um, when I see Michael, Archangel Michael, he's he's tall. He's got nice. Um, he might kind of reminds me of a of a male supermodel. <laughs> okay. But, but, oh, but, sure, of course he's going to be good looking. <laughs> but, yeah, but he's more masculine. You know, he's he's not one of those skinny, you know, Calvin Klein models. He's he's got you know the broad shoulders and and you know the the muscle torso. Um, I don't know. He's got you know piercing blue eyes. He's just very. I don't know. He's very manly for lack of a better way to put it. Um, what do you think about the wings? You know, I don't always see the wings. But sometimes you do? Some, sometimes I can see a white outline on okay. both sides. But, but most of the time, most of the time I, can, I don't see anything. I just see them as a person. But around them, there's a very um, bright white aura. Hmm. So I don't see wings. I just see a lot of white light around them. Now, it's curious to me that you say that you were taught that when someone dies, they have the potential to become an angel. I never heard that ever in my life until um, my mom had passed and my brother had passed. My mom first, then about four years later, my brother. And when my brother passed, I was home sleeping in the bed, and my mother came to my bedside, and she looked like an angel. I mean, the white light, I could smell her, mm-hmm. you know, the wings, the whole nine yards. And she held me, and she said, it's, I have to do this. I have to take him. And she pointed to the room, and there was my, my brother standing. And I said, oh, no, <laughs> please no. And they came together in a way that she kind of absorbed him and then whoosh, went to the corner of the room. And I woke up to find a day later that he had been dead in the apartment all along, and they kind of waited for me to be in such a in such a state to tell me what was going on. In other words, you know. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't until that experience that I came to think, oh, well, we all have potential to be angels. I would imagine if we so choose. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was that was. That's curious that you say that you always, you know, you were kind of taught that. I wish somebody would have told me that <laughs> back when angels were just kind of the untouchable, you know, mercenaries of God and the story. It's kind of, you know. I don't even think I was taught that through the church. I think one of my, grand, my grandmother, one of my grandmothers oh. taught me that. Lucky. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good. No wonder. <laughs> yeah. 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 
the church was everything was untouchable, basically. You, just, you had to go through the priest in order to get to anybody. So, yeah. yeah. That's the I always I thought it was curious, too, that um, the Virgin Mother or the Blessed Mother was the one that you could kind of get on the phone for anybody else, which <laughs> is essentially calling the goddess. You know, <laughs> so hey, thanks for that, guys, because that really helped me later on in life. <laughs> oh, Mercedes, anything you want to ask about angels or your kinds? Um, I wanted to know how do the angels come to you? Do they come to you in a dream, or do they come to you like just straightforward? Hey, here I am, you know, or. <laughs> Um, they usually come to me, you know, hey, here I am type of thing. Um, okay. They never come straight in front of me. They're always, they're either off to the left or the right. It all depends what okay. seems to be going on. Um, and once, you know, usually I can't really see them, see them. I feel them more than see them. But every once in a while they, they show up and I can see them as, you know, as well as I can my, my cup of cold drink. And mm-hmm. um, I was taking a shower. This was about a year and a half ago. I was taking a shower, you know, scrubbing away, you know, happy rinsing off the soap, and opened my eyes, and Archangel Michael was standing right there. I screamed, <laughs> I screamed, and and fell. <laughs> oh no! And and he was gone, <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? You got to give a girl warning. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know why you showed up. Maybe you're supposed to catch me when I fell. I don't know, but um, but he never did that again. Ever. <laughs> oh, <just> surprise. <laughs> I think he was just there to, to, to tell me something, not thinking about the fact that I was in the shower and it was quiet and he would have scared me. I don't think that was <laughs> his intention, but um, that's what happened. <laughs> yeah, was it a shower is nothing to an angel. Big deal, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, didn't think twice. Okay, she, she's naked in there showering. No big deal. I'll just show up. Yeah. <laughs> I asked him to please knock next time. Nice. Wait till I have my robe on or something, right? Exactly. (laughs) Now, would you say, Allie, that there are um, your work is primarily with archangels, or are spirit guides maybe the spirits of those who have passed, of relatives? Are those people or entities that you work with also? Um, I I have. I don't actually work with with the spirits of my family that have passed. Okay. Um, but they do show up plenty of times and visit and say, hey, you know, okay. you know how are you? I, I work mostly with my spirit guides. Okay. They're they're very vocal, my guides. Who are not particularly archangels, correct? No, no. Um, spirit okay. guides, um, archangels have most of the, as far as I know, most archangels, except I think one, um, were never human. Correct. And, I believe that's um, true, yes. Spirit guides were human at one point in time. Okay. And okay. They're, they're, as far as I, this is as far as I know, and their souls have evolved to a point where they could be standing on the side and just guide. And sometimes um, people in, like this person's soulmate or twin flame, and also people in their soul cluster, which is a group of three to four souls um, who like to incarnate together. Sometimes not, not everyone in the soul cluster, you know, wants to be human again. So the ones who don't want to be human hang back and become guides. Just for that to one. those others in their cluster. Correct. Okay, got it. Uh huh. So, but I deal mostly with with the guides, and they're very vocal and to the point. They're no nonsense. My, my guides are no nonsense guides. <laughs> How many would you say that you have? Um, oh God, at last count, 
I have about 13 at last count. Wow, really? Um, the one that shows up the most, right? They they come and go depending on what what part I am in life, whatever I'm working on. And late, lately, as I call her affectionately, the drill sergeant, um, Iris, is the one who's been around now for the last probably three to four months, maybe five, constantly. But she's she reminds me of a, of a Caucasian Whoopi Goldberg. That's how she looks. And and she's very no nonsense to the point. And by God, if I want to get to point, you know, D, I better be doing B and C first because I won't get to D without it. So every moment, she's every constant reminder of what you're doing right or wrong. Correct. If you achieve your goal, and, and I am achieving my goals, so you know I, I can't complain too much. But you know, if I want to reach for that that cream filled donut, I want that <laughs> donut. I don't want to reach for the carrot. I don't care if it's better for me. But she will tell me to go for the carrot. You know, she things like that too. Now, she, so she's she's the all over guide. And in fact, <laughs> okay. in, and in fact, funny enough, um, one of the one of the scripts that I've been writing, uh, it's a TV show called Dreamers, and it has to do with walking in people's dreams and, and different things about crystal skulls and and what have you. And Iris was the is the name of the guide in the TV series, and I actually I wrote it originally five years ago, before Iris ever showed up. And oh. when my Iris showed up, I I compared her to the Iris in the script, and it's the exact same guide. Wow. Do you believe so, that you write? Were you writing it manifested Iris? Either it manifested Iris, or somehow it was implanted into my into my subconscious that she was my guide. I just didn't know it yet. That's wild. Yeah, I thought I thought it was pretty wild too. <laughs> when she showed so, up, Allie, like, how, how does one get a vacation from spirit guides if one wants? <laughs> um, if you I, want to reach for the donut, <laughs> and not be told. <laughs> I I I imagine a nice solid cylinder around me. I just tell them, you know, I've had enough. Okay. Step back for a bit, and I I put my wall up. But if I keep, if I if I keep the wall up too long, they're knocking on it. And they're very, my guys are very persistent, which, you know, thinking about it, somebody has to be in order to get me to do something <laughs> and, and to stick with it. But once, I'm, once I get going on something, I'm fine. It's just getting me down that path, especially if I don't want to go down that path. I'm a Taurus, so I'm just innately very stubborn. <laughs> oh, that's great. But they, um, they show up very inopportune times, too. Throughout my life, you know, I I would love for my spirit guide to show himself to me, or herself, or their selves, and for not for lack of asking or trying. <laughs> um, what would you suggest to someone like me who would you know love to hear from those people? So you don't hear from them at all, or you hear from well, them? Well, you know, I'll tell you what I feel. I feel guided in certain directions in major things in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, how, when I, you know, reach out and ask for assistance. However, I don't, nobody ever knocks on my door or <laughs> says, hey, here I am. Yeah, nobody you know? shows up in the shower yeah. when I'm standing there, you know. No, nobody, huh? <laughs> Sometimes my shower can get very busy because I do have guides show up too. You know, all, I, all I'm trying to do is get some peace and quiet and shower. But, um... <laughs> 
I guess because they get me alone, I'm not at my computer, the phone's not there, the kid's not in there, so. Yeah, you're yeah, you're totally wide open to be receptive, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, you know, when I started off um, listening to my guides and, you know, I had a hard time hearing them, I would... I would go to, just like talking to the archangels, I would go someplace quiet and I would make definitely make sure there's no distractions to start with. Take a piece of paper and a pen and just sit down and ask your spirit guides to come forward. You don't necessarily have to call them by name. Just, mm-hmm. you know, whatever spirit guide is conducive to your life at that point in time. Okay. Um, and you don't necessarily get the warm fuzzies like when an archangel shows up, but at least in, in my experience, it's it's like I get a zap of energy. Like a zap of energy goes up my spine, kind of get the the shivers, you know. A little shiver, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. So that's how I know there's somebody there. Ah, and, see, now that's a good little clue, a good little hint. Okay. And I and I've always started off with asking them yes no questions, just to get a feel for them. And I, over a course of a week, I would make the questions longer, more complicated. And then, and they would answer longer and more complicated. But the biggest thing with talking with guides is when you ask them a question, the the first answer that pops into your head is the response. And being the analytical person that I am, I would I would question it and ask again, and they don't like that. I discovered right. they don't like asking the same question twice. Um, but after a period of time with doing this on a daily basis for for months. It got to be a point where the guides knew, okay, you know, she's open to us. We don't necessarily have to sit down and do the question and answer thing all the time. We can just show up, and she won't shrug us off anymore. Cool. And then that's when they started showing up. Of course, I, I, of course, I do think it helped when my ex-husband left last year. Or, of course, he was my husband then. But you know, when he left, you know, that, that energy went with him. He was kind of a negative type of person. And, you know, if you're around negativity a lot, e- even dealing with people on a day-to-day basis, although they don't, might not seem negative, you know, they can carry negative energy with them, too, you, as you guys know. Mm-hmm. So, so it, it helps to, every once in a while, smudge the area and up, uplift the, gets, gets rid of the residue, and it's easier to hear them that way, too. Enter another good tip. <laughs> Ladies, I would like to cut in. We're already <clears throat> over half hour into the show. Which is already? amazing. Already, it's easy. Yes. <laughs> and I'd like to make a couple announcements right now. Um, on September 12th, which is Friday night, Annette will be doing past life readings, and I'll be doing my readings at the Weathermark at 1500 South Michigan Avenue from 8 to closing. And that's right outside downtown Chicago on Michigan Avenue. It's a full moon party and back to school party on that night, Friday. September 12th. Then September 21st, we have Haunted Historic Locations Tour, and that will be uh, about five different locations. Locations. One of them is one of the most, I guess you say, historic haunted cemeteries out there. And for more information, go to the website Haunted Historic Locations or theunexplainedworld.com. They'll take you right to uh, everything in the events section. And on our next show, which will be two weeks from now, that's easiest for me right this moment, we're going to have Candy from Kenosha, 
paranormal investigation group on our show. And then we're also trying to have a Mason on, uh, probably two weeks after that, um, and an elder Mason. And that's got a bunch of questions for them uh, mm-hmm. and see how much of what is been said about them is actually true. So um, it should be an interesting show. Mm-hmm. And tonight our guest is Allie Thies, the author of Gypsy Magic, four books. And Allie, what, what's the website again that they could, the listeners could go to? They can either go to gypsygirlpress.net or gypsyadvice.com. Okay. And the co-host, I'm at Cheney, and the co-host tonight is Annette and Mercedes. And ladies, um, a little surprise. This was brought up last time you were on, Allie. I have made a connection with somebody that deals with trips to Romania. Really? Mm hmm. And Dracula's Castle, and that. Matter of fact, they were there uh, about a year ago. And we will be discussing to see if it is possible to pull something like that off in the future. Sweet. That'd be great. Does that, does that sound good, ladies? Oh, sweet. Yes, it does. <laughs> okay. I know Annette sounded interested. Mercedes sounds interested. So, oh, yeah. and uh, I would love to see the place myself. Listeners, you you can call in at six four six nine one five nine six five three. Allie, I got a question for you. When we're talking about spirit guides, and then the ladies will probably go a different direction. Um, how much does your loved ones? I consider this as a great possibility play a part as being your spirit guides or the first level of spirit guides for you, the ones that have passed away? One that, the ones that have passed? Mm-hmm. So, so far for me, um, my loved ones, once they go, they, they go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they, they come back to visit me and, and give me their two cents every once in a while. But for myself, they haven't been around to actually guide me. Um, but See, I, I use them, I use personally myself, I use them as like the first level, okay? I don't leave them out when I'm, you know, asking for whatever in great dire need I may be um, asking for. I include them besides uh, the higher powers. And I even one morning, remember, not the one day I called you because of the dream I had? The dream, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it was. You, you know what? Yeah. You should say that dream. Yeah, obviously, as good as the dream interpretation thing. You know, it's. Uh, this is what it was, Ellie. I dreamt that I died. All right. I didn't know if I died or not, but standing in front of me, as plain as, you know, if they were living, were the loved ones who passed away. It was one of those dream states where you're. You know, you're. You should be able to bring yourself out of it, okay? Mm hmm. It wasn't being allowed, all right? And I was then told when I was allowed to break away from it was when they finally said, we will protect you in what you're doing, okay? Then I was able to come out of it. I came out of it. The pillow was covered with sweat. It was so real, realistic. I didn't know if I died or not. Um, that day, I called a night because... I do have faith in her knowledge and her spiritual side, okay? Mm-hmm. And I asked her, I said, you know, <laughs> what does this mean? What does it mean to you? What it, me- what, what it means to me is, I don't know if you necessarily died, 
but you definitely made a trip to the other side. Um, you were at that, that juncture where you actually could have died if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. I think we, I think we all have junctures where we have the opportunity to die if we're ready or if we mm-hmm. want to. If not, then we keep going until our final death point, so to speak, and then we don't have a choice but to die. Yeah. But you were at that point where you could have died if you wanted to, and it was determined when you when your your energy body went to the other side that you weren't actually you weren't ready. You still mm-hmm. had too much to do, which is why then they said we'll, we'll protect you and your you know what you're doing your endeavors and then sent you back. And it was it it was supposed to be very vivid, so yeah. that you would understand that somebody would be around you at all times no matter what you were doing. The ratings have become stronger since then. I think it's been about four months, hasn't it, Annette, since I called you at least? Oh, maybe months. longer, Ed. Yeah. Maybe longer the, than that. The ratings have become more, especially the ones when I use the objects of uh, loved ones pass away when I read those. The ratings have become stronger, you know, and uh, I kind of contribute to stronger readings to that. Uh, as Annette said, I may have entered a different plane, too, you know. So, I think he did. He went. He went from just holding on to items and kind of, you know, you know, doing what he could do the best he could to, you know, like channeling the spirit of a loved one. Wow. So yeah, it was. I mean, he he kept it so low key, and we finally when he came out in a show, this is what he was doing. I'm like, Ed, you're channeling. <laughs> 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 oh really? <laughs> and it was after that dream. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I did call you. I was a little, uh, even though it was later in the day, it was still, you know, bothering me. Not bothering this big old question mark, you know, what the hell happened. Um, but so it's nice to know that they're watching over me, I guess I can say. Okay. Oh, yeah. Ladies, back to you guys. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Mercedes, do you have anything? Do you feel, how about you, Mercedes? feel like you have spirit guides or are in communication with them at all? Um, I I don't know if I have any. I think every once in a while somebody might pop in, you know, to guide me to do things, but I don't I don't know if they're here all the time. I mean, are they supposed to be here all the time or Well, there's from what I understand, they're around us all the time. Um, huh. And they they try to guide you the best they can without b- directly interfering with what you're doing, because you haven't asked them to interfere. Hmm. So they're going to do little things like you'll see a certain set of numbers repeatedly, or a word, a phrase, um, song lyrics. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a movie will pop up, and you keep seeing the same scene over again. Th- mm-hmm. Those are, are little ways that they're trying to get you to, to do something, without being hmm. with, without jumping in and, and you know staring at you in the face and saying, hey. <laughs> but once once you ask them and ask them to interfere, to guide you more and, and to be by your side and to show, be more be more aggressive in them showing you what to do, then, that, that helps to bring them out. That helps okay. to notice them more often because guides and angels both are around us 24-7, but again, they can't directly interfere with us or our free will unless we ask them to. Okay. So. Yeah, because I didn't that, know if they, if they I just showed up. Very, or if you, I guess I didn't say that's very interesting. Okay, I will shut up. <laughs> go ahead, Mercedes. <laughs> okay. Um, I, well, I didn't know if, like, you had to actually go looking for them 
and ask them to come into your life or if they were just there, like, you know, kind of nudging you along, you know, once in a while? They're they're always there, but if you want to start a dialogue with them, it, it's helpful if you just start one off in a nice quiet place where you won't be interrupted. Okay. And, and, and the more in tune you get with them, the more you converse with them, then you can talk to them as you're driving your car or standing in line or and the nice thing about them is you don't actually have to, you know, verbally speak. You right. can say things, you know, telepathically or in your mind, and, and they know what you're talking about. Yeah. And okay. you, usually when they answer back, at first it will be your own voice because that's what you're comfortable with. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a female, you don't all of a sudden want to hear a you know, deep male voice in your head. It might kind of freak you out. sad. <laughs> so they go with your own voice until you're very comfortable with them. And then they go start using their own voices instead of yours. They talk. Okay. So. Okay, and it's your turn. Well, um, what you were saying about them being around, I, the Native American who helped open me up, I brought up to her one day that I'm. a lot of times when I have spiritual uh, should I or shouldn't I type of questions in my head, I find feathers basically, around me, okay, bird feathers. And I actually collect them. And I just look at that as being part of a message that, yes, you're on the right road, you're on the right track. And uh, some people even were, you know, where I work during the day, they, you know, I got a collection of feathers <laughs> in the vehicle I drive, and they'd go, what does that mean? It means I'm being protected. That's what it means, you know. So um, what do you feel about that? Is that a little... No, I would think you're right on track. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If you're asking where, what, you know, avenue you should travel, and and you pick a certain path, and you find a feather right after you pick that path, then yeah, it's kind of like dropping breadcrumbs. Like, okay, you're going in the right direction. Pick this up and keep going. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. I even actually, I actually use uh, instead of when I do the palm reading, instead of you know running my finger across the person's palm, I actually use a feather. Um, the end of a feather to out, you know, to explain what I'm reading and how I'm reading it, et cetera, et cetera. And it was one of those feathers that I came across in the past. So I uh, just wanted to throw that in there. So, Okay, okay ladies, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, Allie, I have a question for you. Sure. Um, I have small children, and I truly believe that it's when they're small they can they have the most openness towards, things like spirit guides or past lives, et cetera, the spirit world in general. And how would you say I could help them speak with their guides? The same kind of thing? Yeah, what do you think? My my son's now eight, and um, been going through this whole thing too. Um, how How old are the kids? Two and four, so they're still pretty little. Great. They're, they're still, um, as soon as they, around five is when they start forgetting about their past lives. So you want to jump in as soon as possible yeah. <laughs> with them. And all you need to do is, is to start a dialogue about past lives, is ask them if they remember when they were big before. That's, oh, that's how my good. son would describe it. Mom, when I was big before, I did this. And he would tell me about, all about a past life. Okay. And um, so that's a great way to start the dialogue with them they can try to pull out whatever memories they can still access. The two-year-old, you still have a couple years, but the four-year-old, it, it's almost to that point where the door closes. So um, 
but with the with the guides and the angels, you know, since since kids are so open to the whole thing and they haven't been programmed <laughs> not to believe, you know, yeah. kind of like the whole Santa Claus thing later on, you know, they believe to a certain point. Um, all you have to do is just tell them to to talk to them. Just say, you know, ask your guardian angels and your spirit guides for for help, for protection, and that's what my son does. He'll just say, Garden Angel, Spirit Guides, can can you protect us while we're driving to the store? He'll say that in the mm-hmm. car. Mm-hmm. Or I'll hear him walking through the house talking to himself, and I'll ask him, you know, who are you talking to? He'll say, my guides. <laughs> Mom, come on. <laughs> it's, it's, it's basically, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> but all, all they need to do is start talking to him. Just flat out say, you know, Spirit Guides, Guardian Angels, and then ask a question or, or ask them to come play. Something okay. like that, and that just it, once they start, it's just it's automatic. You know, um, I don't know if you guys had um, imaginary friends when you were growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, as adults, it's like okay, yeah, my kid's got an imaginary friend. Poor me, you know, kind of a little crazy. But what the all the imaginary friend is is your guide. Mm-hmm. And the kid and the I child, you know, can see the the imaginary friend. So. After after a period of time, you're going to watch after they start talking to the angels and the spirit guides that they're going to talk a lot to themselves, or so it'll seem. You might not be able to, might not be able to keep them quiet until maybe they're a preteen. <laughs> yeah, when, no, when it's not cool anymore, right? When it's not cool anymore, and then they don't want to talk to anybody, and you don't know what you're talking about. So, yeah. <laughs> Looking forward yeah. to that. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we already you know, have conversations with house brownies and fairies, and the, the, I have lots of dead people in my family, so you know we have conversations with those people every night. You know, prayers for the goddess, et cetera. So I mean, we're already, I think, kind of in that mode. It would not be something crazy for me to throw at them now. So no, it wouldn't be. They they just have to start talking to them like they talk to everybody else. Just, just open up a dialogue. Terrific. And yeah, it's and and it's great because I mean, my son all the time is, is sometimes sometimes I even though as as much as I'm involved with guides and angels, sometimes it does worry me because he he talks to himself an awful lot. I, I, when he's at school, you know, we're in a very um, backwards area. <laughs> I remember you said that. Yeah. I don't want to say. I think what's their motto? Something about their their history is their. Their history is their present or something like that, meaning that they don't move out of the past. <laughs> We're so normal it hurts everyone else, yeah. Yeah, basically, you know, progressive, progressive people is not our thing. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I, I have to tell them, you know, when you go to school, please don't talk to yourself. Talk talk to other people. Um, or just keep it in your head, yeah. Yeah, something like that. And uh, But the, the thing with him in, in, him in school, and I, your kids will probably find this out too, is – you know, since he's psychic, he knows what's happening before it happens and reacts to it before it happens. And it gets him into a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. So that's just something for your for your kids to... You have to watch out for. How do you, you know? go about explaining that, then? Uh, <laughs> to, the, to the principal and the teachers, um, my son's original kindergarten first grade teacher was the same person. She was kind of open-minded and understood that. Unfortunately, she stole drugs from the school and got fired. But um, the, so the next teacher came in, although she was very kind to my son and 
and bent over backwards for him. She just didn't quite get the whole um, concept of being psychic or anything. Neither did the principal. I I just tried saying he's very he his, he's very intuitive and um, can sense when people either like him or don't like him or or when they're going to do something. So he just you know he's reacting ahead of time, and they just kind of looked at me, and then recommended a shrink. Nice. So, yeah, and, and a neurologist. And a oh. neurologist to make sure his brain's working. And, you know, those happy people would put him on some nice drugs right away. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, ah. to pacify the school, to pacify him so I didn't have to listen to him, I yeah. I took him to the neurologist and I took him to the shrink. I already knew what was going to happen with both. The neurologist said his brain is fine, no kidding. And the shrink, one of the first things out of her mouth, we have these nice drugs. And I said, no. Mm-hmm. Thank you. We got your opinion. That's all I was here for. And so she reported her opinion to the school, and that's that. Did you tell them your nationality? <laughs> <laughs> I, I try. You know, I, I, you know, only people in the in the metaphysical world <laughs> who deal with this think that being related to Dracula might be something cool. Otherwise. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's like, where's my cross, my holy water? And they, no, I think actually being a gypsy is the cool thing. So. Yeah, well, and that's yeah. Oh, I try to explain that too. Yeah, you know, yeah. But the I'm whole, sure, that went over big, huh? Yeah, the whole, the whole, yeah, the whole gypsy, the Dracula, and then you know, Native American on my mother's side. They're just like, that's just far too much for them to comprehend. And, and really, I swear that the one, the one lady, I saw holy water down by her side. I was just ready for her to use it. You just said hard to comprehend compared to what? <laughs> you know? Exactly. And I'm but. Christian, so, um, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, we have the well, Holy Ghost. What do you got? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Allie, throughout, you maintain a fabulous attitude, I must <laughs> say. <laughs> you know, I, I ha- if I didn't, I would go crazy, I think. I have yeah. to, you know, so. We got nine minutes left, Allie. How is your venture that you're working on that you shared with us? Uh, oh, the TV you know, shows in there? you guys were right on. Um, I'm too new, and I said no. However, um, if I'm talking about the Nickelodeon thing, by the way, that's uh-huh. that, okay. They said, however, if we um, find some experienced people atta- to attach to it, like producers, then bring it back to them again. So that's exactly what we're going to do. So you got to do the legwork, basically. Well, only the, only the not me personally. My manager and mm-hmm. and her partner will do. They have all the connections. We'll do the legwork and finding the producer. But yeah. it, it's a great idea. It's 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 really a no brainer for for someone to pick up. But um, we'll see what they say. They're going to go out and 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 do their thing over the next couple of weeks, and hopefully by the time. Uh, when's Mercury retrograde? I think mid-September. Before Mercury retrograde comes around, we'll be able to bring it back to Nickelodeon. Oh, do tell. When is that happening? Uh, retrograde, I believe, is mid-September. See, I just, I just emailed them to let them know that. Okay, yeah, September 24th. Oh, okay. Yeah, you've got some time. Okay. <laughs> I was hoping you would say it's on my birthday, which is the 16th, and oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Mercedes, yeah. do me a favor. What? Mercedes, you're there. 
Remind me right when Annette's birth. Write that down right now, please. Oh, when Ed, I'll birth. remind y'all. <laughs> the whole world should celebrate my birthday. <laughs> well, of course. <laughs> so I, I don't want to leave that slip back. So. <laughs> Go ahead, ladies. Oh, I thought I thought Allie was going to say something. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Okay, all right. Well, um, I'll tell you what, you know, all the questions that I had, pretty much we covered. Um, anybody okay. else? Yeah. Let me, let, Mercedes, you got anything? Um, I just wanted to know um, your gifts that you have. When did you or how did you decide to use them for... Um, the sexual aspect of the sexual aspect of life. Um, (laughs) Actually, it was several years ago when I helped, um, I co-founded Whispers Media, which Mm -hmm. was an erotica audio company for women. And when I did that, my guys kind of were kind of pointing out, hey, energy, my my books on energy healing and, and advanced chakra healing kept falling in front of me when I would work on the Whispers Media stuff. So I said, mm-hmm. okay, fine, we'll go in that direction and see what happens. And it just kind of has taken a life on its own since then. Hmm. It's been great. I'm uh, I'm searching your webpage because there was uh, something that um, caught my eye. You have actual spells or not spells, but um, what would you call it? Jeez, uh, where is it now? Um, formulas or something? Formulas, yeah. Um, for for females, for lovers, for whatever, on your website, right? Uh, we talk, are we talking about the sexual energy stuff? The, the, the spells, the uh, potions and stuff like that that people oh, can. Oh, it, if you go to, it's either from, you can get it from both, Gypsy Advice or Gypsy Girl Press. There's a section on gypsy magic, mm-hmm. and if you click on that, that goes to different um, spells and potions and incense and stuff, but a whole range of things. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm there now. Um, you got one on past life dreams. And then yeah. from, that, from that page, there are different links to herbal magic, crystal magic, and essential oil magic. Yeah, yeah. And then you click um, on that, it gives you more. Insomnia, incense, uh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> getting laid. Uh, oh yeah. What is that? It's a getting laid statue. Yeah, statue. Yeah. Getting okay. laid statue. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, Dollar charm. Uh, what else? Nutmeg. Fidelity. Fidelity. Fidelity for uh, yeah. to keep your partner honest, okay. and faithful. Ooh, ouch! Truth, awareness, tea. <laughs> what does that do? It, <laughs> it. It helps for you to see if somebody's telling the truth. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, very interesting. Uh, sometimes it's nice to give yourself a boost of psychic power before you tackle a problem. This is great to use just before you want to see if someone is. So you're the one that takes it, not the individual. That's correct. You're... Okay. All right. Yeah, cause Reverse... it's, kind of hard, it's kind of hard to give someone a drink. Say, hey, drink this, so I can see if you're lying. No. <laughs> well, you so let me ask you all the questions. Yeah. <laughs> you get them at a table with a big hot lamp. <laughs> Annette used to pass out uh, 
hey, try this, <laughs> you know, drinks <laughs> when she was tending bars. So, uh. Oh, I, I tell you what, I, I can say I was not beyond a little sleight of hand when it came to using magic on customers. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, me included or no? Or was, I just I just stuck to the no, diet pop so. around you. No, yeah, yeah, you know it was yeah. you know get people to wake up and smell the coffee and go home to your family or you know you know okay. so, things that were in their best interest. Things I didn't need permission for, but were in their best interest. Believe me. <laughs> <laughs> you got reverse spell, eye strain, infusion, rainmaker, and mm-hmm. orgasm enhancing oil. Yeah, that one really worked. Wow. Oh, yeah. You can add that to your little bag of tricks and not now or toys I should say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Everybody should get it. Exactly. <laughs> now where would people find this stuff? Um I'm looking at the enhancing oil and it says nine drops of neroli. neroli. Yeah. That's and a normal drops. essential oil. Oh, is it? Yeah, you can get yeah. the essential oils at any new age. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Just in case the listeners are wondering if they uh, should happen to wander over to your site. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I try not to put anything into a spell or incense, something that it's going to be hard to get a hold of. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like it's easy to make once you got the ingredients. So. Uh, oh yeah. Remember, yeah. simple stuff. I get confused too easy. Okay. Now, simple. <laughs> this is why I like Allie so much. She's a normal practicing witch, you know. She's just it's easy. Yeah. Now with this, covered. with this one, it says uh Doyle is in a clockwise motion over your central second chakra. Chakra. Excuse my pronunciation. Chakra. Yeah. Yeah. Would you happen to have a web page where people could see what the shark, you know, where the different areas are? No, believe uh, it or not, I don't. But that's a good idea. Yeah, it, I was, you know, I could read it. It's like, okay, where do I stick this? Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm a guy. Do you really want us to answer that? <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm being simple. Uh, <laughs> So, That's yeah. where the sun and shine chakra, didn't you know? <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Don't put essential oil there. <laughs> no. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, okay, I won't talk about a past experience. Um, do you, do you, I put Bengay, I thought it was something else, and I put it somewhere, oh, shouldn't have been. Oh, no. I screamed, I screamed. Uh, oh, no. <laughs> it was like three in the morning. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got about a minute left. Um, yeah, um, one more thing. We like to have you back, Ellie. I know you're, you know, you're very, very busy. Maybe in a couple months. Uh, let me ask you a question. Do you talk about sexual magic or ultimate magic at all? Um, I, I've talked about sexual magic. I, I don't know if I've heard about ultimate magic. Well, some people call it the same. Um, Maybe maybe in the future that'll be a subject we'll talk about because it's not one that you hear about that often. And uh, we got 44 seconds left. Allie, give your web pages again for the listeners. It is justyourgirlpress.net or gypsyadvice.com. Okay. And thanks it's for been having fun. Me. 
It's been fun. It's been fun. I enjoy it. Kelly, you're awesome. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Thanks for having me again. (laughs) I enjoy sitting back and uh, just kind of running the controls tonight. Uh, Annette, thank you again. Sure. Uh, Mercedes, thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you, Allie. Thank you. And uh, it was a nice job. And in two weeks, we'll be back on with Candy from Kenosha Paranormal Investigation. Annette, I'll give you a call in a couple minutes. Listeners, thank you very much, and talk to you in two weeks. Allie, you're a joy. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Blessed be.